14 down, 351 to go. My name is Chris. This is Out of Theater Near Me, the podcast where I go to the movie theaters every single day for an entire year. Uh, no expense report talk today. No strategy talk today. I had my most bizarre occurrence uh, that happened to me today, in fact, or, or near hearing this yesterday. Uh, so I'll get into that. Also going to get into seeing Back to the Future at Cinema Salem. Uh, spoke to a few of you folks there, which was fantastic, uh, as well as reviews of the movies I saw. But before we get into any of that, let's talk Two Tours. Two Tours has the best Delta 8 products around. Um, these gummies, whether it be the tincture, whether it be the solve, uh, they have cartridges, disposables. These are all things that help take the edge off. Um, I know for me, I talk about it a lot. The edibles help me get to sleep at night. Uh, I have horrible insomnia. Uh, they have amazing edibles, whether it be kind of their regular fruit flavored ones or what I like, uh, this dragon fruit flavor. It is the best edible I've ever had in my life. Uh, go to tutors.com, use the promo code movies, and you get 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off and free shipping. Go to twotours.com, check out their products. We'll talk about them more as the show goes on. But twotours.com and promo code movies, the entire website, 20% off, free shipping, goes to your house. It's a no brainer. Check it out, twotours.com. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to start talking. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Thursday at Cinema Salem. Uh, saw Back to the Future there. Uh, saw a few of you folks there. Fantastic event. But I want to start off with what happened to me on Friday. So uh, we'll actually turn the clock back again to Thursday. So Thursday, I was on Kirk Minahan show, and I mentioned how I was going to see the movie King Richard. King Richard is about uh, Venus and Serena Williams' father, the tennis players, of course, uh, their father, uh, and kind of their whole story of, I think, their childhood and, um, and how the father played a major role, I guess, both good and bad in their you know, early tennis careers. Okay. Movie had been on HBO Max, I believe in December. It's getting a lot of Oscar buzz for Will Smith's performance. So uh, it had not been in theaters my entire trip doing this, the entire month of January, the first you know, couple of weeks. And even I think the last week in December, I hadn't seen it in theaters at all. And uh, it popped up in a couple of theaters this week, all in Massachusetts, not in New Hampshire. And I mentioned on Kirk's show that I was going to see it. And I really wanted to talk to uh, Blind Mike about it. Uh, but I hadn't reached out to Mike yet because I didn't realize King Richard was in theaters until the day before. Okay, so a couple hours later, Mike's listening to Kirk's show and was nice enough to reach out and offer to come on the show and talk about King Richard. I was excited. Mike's great. Uh, we decided we'd talk about it on uh, Friday night after I seen King Richard and record this episode you're hearing right now, which you're not hearing Mike Geary on. Okay, so uh, Friday. So I head over to the AMC Methuen um, in Methuen, Massachusetts uh, to see King Richard. It was a 3.30 showing. It was their only showing of King Richard for that day. Um, they do have King Richard showing the rest of the week, but the only time they had it on this particular day was at 3.30. I believe it's playing in two other theaters. I believe the AMC Boston Common and one more, but the Methuen one is by far the closest to my house. And as I mentioned before, I have that AMC Stubbs program, which gets me, you know, you, you pay a monthly rate. I think it's about $25 a month and I get you three movies a week. I figured this was a no brainer. Uh, we'll use one of those three to see King Richard. So it, it would even help out with my expenses. Awesome. Okay. So I head into Methuen. I've never been to this theater, the AMC Methuen. I walk in. This lobby is gigantic. I mean, I'll talk more about uh, AMC Methuen. I'm sure I'll, this will not be my last time there. 
Uh, it's only about 40 minutes from my house. It's the closest AMC to my house, in fact. Uh, but the, the lobby is, I mean, it's not only massive, it, I mean, it's wide, but it's just tall. Like the ceilings are amazingly high. You just, it does feel very, I don't know what the best word I'm looking for, I guess, is uh, very impressive, I guess. Uh, it, it, you can tell that a lot of care went into the design of it. Uh, it doesn't look as old as the one at like Liberty Tree, the one I went to in Danvers. This one looks looks newer and fresher. So I, I went in, I got my ticket uh, once again for the 3.30 uh, in uh, theater number 15. So I, uh, I kind of just like check out the place. I grab a soda. They have those uh, crazy, uh, like, you know, you do it yourself fountains, but you can pick which flavor you want. You have, you know, like 10,000 different soda flavors and probably, probably not 10,000, but uh, there might be a thousand. There's, you know, at least hundreds of flavors there. Uh, you know, you have like, you know, a bunch of different Coke flavors. You know, I'm sure you've seen this thing where you press the screen, you can pick whatever you want. So usually uh, I saw they had that at the AMC in uh, Liberty Tree as well. Uh, I want Coke, I want Cherry Coke this time. Change it up. Uh, it might've cursed me potentially if you believe in things, uh, such things. So I, uh, I made my way to uh, theater 15. I sit down to enjoy King Richard, the, uh, story about Serena Williams, father, Renus Williams, father. So I sit down, go, they go through all the trailers, uh, AMC too. I haven't mentioned this yet. AMC has this bizarre trailer where it's right before the movie start. Nicole Kidman walks into an empty movie theater and just talks about like how great movies are. Uh, while she sits there alone and eats popcorn. It is very bizarre. And it's before every single AMC movie. I'm just like thinking like, who are you pitching this to? Like I'm already, I already obviously like movies. I don't, I don't quite get it. Like I obviously even must enjoy AMC because I'm at an AMC theater. I just don't like for what that must've cost to make and what it must've cost to have Nicole Kidman do that spot. Like, I don't, I don't quite see the value there. If anything, it's almost kind of annoying. You just want the movie to start at that point. You've sat through 20 minutes of trailers. By the way, every AMC movie uh, I've been to has had exactly 20 minutes of trailers. So the last thing I want is one more like 30 second commercial for something I've already bought, you know, in a sense, but okay. Anyway, sit through that movie begins. 1902 South Africa. I'm like, oh Jesus, they're going, they're going way far back here. We're, we're not just getting Venus and Serena Williams story. We're not getting her father. We're getting like the great grandfather story. I'm like, all right, that's kind of weird. Looks like it might be, uh, looks like Ray Fines, And I'm like, this must be a cameo performance. This is bizarre. I don't understand what's happening. So uh, Ray Fines, or looks like Ray Fines gets out of his like horse and buggy and he's in South Africa. And uh, I don't know if they're going to like, you don't understand really what's happening. You're talking about like concentration camps there. And uh, he's talking, he says he's part of the Red Cross and he's talking to the military. And it's, uh, it's all very strange. I'm, I'm thinking like, what does this have to do with tennis? It's nothing to do at all with you know, volleys or serves or anything. It's very strange. So uh, I'm watching this. And they said it was just, it was kind of like just a cold open. It just said the only title it said was 1902 South Africa. I'm watching it and watching it. And uh, all of a sudden this woman gets shot in the stomach. She's bleeding to death. It's a little boy that runs to her son's running to her crying. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? And, uh, you know, it's obviously dawning me. It's obviously, there's no way this is King Richard. This is very strange. I checked my tickets though. I'm like 50. Is it, did I, it's, and I'm looking at it right now. You can hear it. It says King Richard, 3.30. All right. And then uh, the little boy is crying and the, the, and the title card finally appears and it says, the King's man. So obviously not the right movie. So now I'm like a little panic stricken. A, like normally I'd be like, all right, that's kind of fucked up. Like what the fuck, you know? Um, but now for the sake of this, I'm like, all right, how, like my immediate thoughts are like, well, how does this affect 
the rest of my schedule here for this week. I was going to see the Kingsman anyway. I was going to see it on Sunday, actually, which is earlier than I wanted to see it, but it worked out with football. I could watch it at 11 o'clock and it kind of worked out. So uh, I'm like, all right, maybe I'll just stick around and watch. I'm like, I don't, I'm just like trying to process what my possible options are. Also, maybe I'll see what else is playing at this theater uh, around the same time. Kind of like going through all the machinations as I'm like kind of walking up. I was going to let someone know at the front desk uh, it just, it just, or just kind of figure out what my options were. I didn't want to play my phone in the theater in case anyone else was there. I'd noticed one person when I walked in, but when I walked up now, the theater was empty. And as I'm walking out, a woman, the woman who was there is walking with an AMC employee. And she goes, you know, that was not King Richard, right? I said, yeah, yeah I figured it out now. She says, yeah, I've seen the Kings, man. I knew right away. So that's why I went and got someone. I said, oh, that's good. And the AMC woman couldn't have been nicer. She was, was very polite. She said, oh, I'm so sorry. We have a new manager and they must have keyed in the wrong film. Uh, definitely apologized and said, what can we do to help? Here's some, she gave, I, she tried to give movie passes. I'm like, ah, that's not really going to help me any because I have the AMC Stubbs pass. But uh, she's like, well, then come over here and I'll, I'll have some other coupons for you. I said, all right, you know, okay. You know, so we're all talking for like two to five minutes. So I'm kind of missing the movie there. Then she brings me out into the, like the lobby, which is, this theater's pretty huge. She's so like, you know, it's a good, like kind of say three minute walk over there. She's getting me some like free concession coupons. By the time this whole thing's kind of said and done, I missed probably between seven and 10 minutes of the movie. So I'm like, all right, I can't, this movie's out, I think for me at this point. She goes, you can go walk in and watch the rest of it. I'm like, eh, I, I don't, you know, I didn't explain this nonsense of this podcast to her. So I was just like, oh, no, thank you. Uh, so I'm looking at Fandango trying to figure out what to do. Next. So now I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of fucked. So a couple other things here that are like racking in my head is I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to tape with Mike tonight. And Mike was nice enough to kind of do it like last minute like that. You know, I can come the next day. I'm like, I really was excited to have him on. So I can't see King Richard again today. So it's not like I can like, you know, jump in another theater and see it or even see if Mike could do it later tonight. It's like literally the only time it was playing this day. I did check and she says, no, King Richard will be back tomorrow. We'll have it all rectified by then. But for this one, we, we can't stop and start it because if we do that, the next showing at that screen is going to be delayed. She's like, we're just, we're just kind of she didn't say it, but basically saying you're shit out of luck. If you, if you want to enjoy the, the film King Richard at this AMC with doing, you're, you are, you are in sad shape, my friend. So I'm like, all right. So I jump, uh, I jump in my car and I look at like the Fandango app and, uh, and I was looking at what AMC had. AMC, the Methuen didn't really have anything else playing that time that I could go see. Uh, that would make sense for me to stick around even like, you know, 10 or 20 minutes that I haven't either already seen or, or wanted to see. I like, you know, I don't want to see Spider-Man super early yet. So I'm looking at the Fandango app, ends up the King's Man, so the movie that I was, you know, was just seeing the first 10 minutes of, is playing uh, at the uh, O'Neill Cinemas, which I, this is the fourth time now, if I go there, in Epic, the one that's closest to my house. I'm like, all right, well, that's starting at 4.40. By now, it's, you know, I'd say 4.10. I can get there in half an hour, even if I'm 10 minutes late. I've already seen the first 10 minutes of this movie, so I'll be okay there. So I, I hustle over there as I'm driving there. I'm like, you know, I'm texting Mike. I'm like, oh man, I'm so sorry. Can, you know, can you do this at, you know, maybe, uh, can we tape later this week? So he was, he's like, no problem. He couldn't have been nicer about that. So, uh, Mike is going to tape with me later this week. I think on Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday, he's going to tape with me when I see King Richard, my whole schedule is all out of whack. We're going to go over the whole new schedule as well as the box office report next time we talk, uh, which will be, uh, you'll hear me on Monday morning. We'll go through the, the what the fuck I'm going to do now, but this is, everything's completely out of whack. 
as far as my, my schedule is concerned, I was so happy with my schedule. I had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I had all matinees either at 11 or noon. I was, I was ecstatic. I'm like, oh, this is going to work out so well. And now everything is just completely shot. So Kingsman. So I made it to Epping in time. I got my ticket, ran in there, watched the movie. Uh, I'll talk about my review. Movie sucks, by the way. The worst movie I've covered so far. I'll get into some details there. This movie's trash. Well, not trash, I guess, but damn close to it. Uh, I'll get into that whole review in a bit. And uh, yeah, so Kingsman is off off the table now. I watched that, which means there's an opening for Sunday now, and I'm gonna go see that 355 movie. Now you're probably wondering why would you see that? It just came out. Because uh, I want to watch football on Sunday and I want to watch a good chunk of the games. And that was like one of the earliest matinees playing. So I didn't want to burn Spider-Man yet. So I'm going to see that movie on Sunday. Uh, I don't know, that could bite me in the ass. I don't know. Tomorrow I'm seeing uh, Venom, the, sequ- the Venom sequel. So that wasn't changed at all. I'm still going to see that. And I'll be seeing um, 355. But this is not great. This is going to fuck up my schedule. And the fact that I'm seeing both Kingsman and 355 the same week means that next week, the week after could be... I don't know, like foreign films. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I, I'm not, I'm definitely not happy about it. It was definitely made for a chaotic day. AMC Methuen, nice people that work there. I don't blame them, but man, that manager, I guess a new manager, oh, completely fucked, fucked me over. I'm sure he's really concerned. People asked me early on, like, what are you going to do if, you know, this happens, the movie won't play or something? Like, is that really, like, how often do you go to the movie theaters in your life? And, you know, the movie shuts off. It happened to me once. The movie um, with Jennifer Aniston and um, Vince Vaughn, The Breakup. Uh, I went there and saw it and like an hour and like 10 minutes in, like the film snapped or something and they said, no, you know what happened? It was a fire alarm went off. They sent us all outside and then they brought us all back in. Like if you wanted to stick around, you could. I'm like, I had had nothing else going on. I'm like, I I was like traveling for work at the time. So I had nothing else going on. So I'm like, I might as well just hang out here for half an hour until it comes back on. And eventually they did let us back in. But I wondered about that with this project. Like what if, a fire alarm goes off or a film does snap or something happens where the movie does shut off. What am I going to do? And that's another reason I'm trying to see, I guess, movies earlier in case something bizarre does happen. It gives me more time. Cause like, I would have been so fucked that this was like the 10 PM. I guess I could have walked in and saw the rest of Kingsman at AMC Methuen, but I would have missed a good chunk of the movie. I would have felt kind of bad about that. I guess it's still deer would have counted. I don't know. Um, but I mean, luckily I was able to kind of call an audible here, but like I said, this does screw up my schedule. Uh, or what if it had been like a movie I had already seen playing and then I need to then make an adjustment at 10 o'clock at night when nothing else is showing us the, I don't know, the podcast would be over. That'd be bad. So, uh, luckily fixed it, I guess this time, but definitely put a little concern in my brain for like, what's going to happen if this happens again, back to the future at cinema Salem. Uh, I saw about a dozen of you folks there, uh, which was awesome. I want to give a shout out to, uh, uh, a mom brought her son, like a 12, 13 year old son. I guess he listens to the show. She listens to the show. So that's really cool. He was a really cool kid. I, uh, a big film fan, I guess. He had seen Back to the Future already, but had never obviously seen it on the big screen. So he was excited to do that. So um, that mom and son, uh, very cool to meet them. So I hope they're listening to this episode. And uh, it was great to see you guys. It was nice that the, um, the owner stepped up before the show and gave a quick little introduction and said how happy she was to see all the new faces. So everyone that came out that night, that was 
was awesome. Um, definitely helped support a local theater. So, you know, good on you guys. And hopefully we'll do that again next month. I noticed that The Godfather is going to be playing, I think it's like the February 26th, it's the 50th anniversary of The Godfather, which is my favorite movie ever. So that's going to be playing. So maybe that'll be the next meetup. Maybe we can kind of pick a, a theater that, that makes sense for everybody. Uh, and we can kind of maybe uh, organize that for, uh, for another meetup. Because it was really fun to see people there that listen to the show and say hi to people. And, and that was a blast. So Cinema Stanley experience was, was great. Uh, it was fun to see uh Back to the Future in the theaters again. I had seen Back to the Future in the theaters when it came out when I was uh, five years old. Uh, and it was one of the greatest, I don't know, maybe the greatest film experience in the theater that I had as a kid. Um, I had a, seeing Pulp Fiction in the theaters when I was when I was 15 was incredible. It really kind of changed movie going for me a little bit. Like it, it elevated it from almost beyond love element at that point. I, 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 maybe that was the movie that really, maybe I could really fall in love head over heels of movies, I guess, was that Pulp Fiction experience. It was the coolest thing I'd ever seen or witnessed or even been a part of my entire life up to that point. Maybe still, uh, that was incredible. And, but back to the future was just the funnest experience I ever had at a movie theater. Uh, I, when I first saw it, I never even thought of the concept of time travel. I had never, you know, read the time traveler or anything like that. So that completely blew my mind. And the movie is just, it's amazing. It's a perfect movie. Uh, I'll get in my, I guess I don't, I won't give a full review of that. I, we did one on quantum week. So if you want to go listen to my takes on back to the future, you know, go listen to that episode of quantum week, but back to the future is a perfect movie. It's right there with jaws. Uh, Godfather, Goodfellas, movies that there's just, it's just perfect. Um, everything about it from the casting, the screenplay Back to the Future is maybe the best, you know, PG screenplay ever. Um, it's tough to beat that. It's so perfect. There's so many great winks and nods, whether it be the Lone Tree or Twin, uh, Lone Pines or Twin Pines Mall. So little things like that to just the characters of Marty McFly and Doc Brown. I mean, how do you not love them? I mean, it's just, a, it's just the ultimate movie going. It's just film perfection. Uh, I just love Back to the Future so much. Uh, it's in my top, I think, 25 movies ever made, but it's, you know, where Pulp Fiction has a couple, there's a couple like continuity errors in Pulp Fiction. I, I can't think of a single issue with Back to the Future that I would ever even begin to change. It's just a great, great movie. It was so much fun to see it in the theaters again. I, they have a great projection pro, uh, projector at uh, Cinema Sam. I know when the new owners bought it, they put in new projectors and uh, it was fun to see it so clear. Uh, as well as just being on the big screen. It was, it was the sound. It was just, it was a really fun experience. Going back and seeing some of those older movies is that you do love is a lot of fun. So I definitely recommend people check out any, you know, local theaters near them that are playing some classics. It, it, it really does. Obviously it's not as much fun as seeing it the first time, but it, it from an, for a nostalgia kick, you can't beat it. Okay. Let's talk a little more about two tours here. Uh, like I said, they have those, those tinctures. Those are fantastic. Those put me to sleep, I guess, a little quicker than the gummies do. But if you're just looking for a really either enjoyable time, maybe you have two, three, or even four, if you want to get a little while with the gummies, or if you're just looking to take a little edge off after a hard day's work, if you will, or uh, if you're just looking to kind of get some sleep, uh, or at least get you just calm down a little bit, one gummy definitely does the trick there too. At least it does for me. Everybody's different. But the nice thing about this is two tours is uh, owned, operated by veterans. They served two tours uh, in the Middle East and then came back uh, here. They came back to Tennessee and they opened up two tours and um, and they offer these amazing Delta A products. They have, like I said, they have everything from the gummies that I mentioned. They have wax as well as cartridges. They have disposables. They even have stuff for your pets. Um, so check out their website, twotours.com. That's twotours.com, T-W-O, and every single item on that on that website is 20% off and free shipping as long as 
as long as you use the promo code movies. So that's the promo code is movies. And then you get 20% off their entire website. Check out twotours.com. They are great guys. Uh, they have uh, been with me at Quantum Week and they follow me here. So I, I can't say enough good things about Two Tours. They are great guys to work with and they have great products. I love it. I can't say enough good things about their gummies and um, I, I'm so happy they're on board here. Okay. So uh, before we go here, we'll talk my review about uh, Kingsman. Uh, this movie stinks. Uh, worst movie I've seen so far uh, on this journey. Gonna give it... Uh, oh, by the way, Back to the Future is the best movie I've seen so far on this journey. Gonna get an A+. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Kingsman is not. I'm gonna give this a D. It's just really dumb. Um, I was really disappointed with how stupid it was. Uh, I Now, I will say right up top, I have not seen the first two Kingsmen. So maybe there are some fun little winks and nods. Kingsman, the movie that I saw, uh, I didn't get because I didn't see those first two. This is a prequel. So... Theory, I don't know how much of the first two I would have had to see to get it. These films don't appear to be very complex. Uh, you'll see things like, you know, just crammed in um, to make the plots move. So what I'm saying by that is, for instance, you'll have one scene where someone will, will uh, two main characters will talk about a major change in what they're doing, like how they should spy on somebody, for instance. And, you know, in that very same scene, someone walks through the door with very important information about another character. Like it's all happening in the same, you know, 30 second span. And it's just, you know, it's almost like that biopic crime which was trying to cram in so much information in such a small period of time. Also, the uh, the cast was not particularly great. Uh, Ray Fiennes is the lead. Ray Fiennes is a, is a very good actor and there's just not a lot for him to do here. He, he's the lead here, but you know, pretty basic. The one exception, I guess, is Rice, uh, Reese uh, Ifans. He plays Rasputin. He's having fun with this. He's, you know, really overacting, but kind of just chewing the scenery and having a, a great time and, and does, I think, a really good job with this. But the rest of the cast just seems really out of place. Even like a Dimanjo Hansu, like he's a really good actor and they just don't give him anything to do here. Uh, it's just a very ordinary movie that when you consider some of the things they're going through, basically walking you through World War One, it shouldn't feel as as ordinary. They had two or three, two really action sequences that are very good, uh, that are very exciting or weird or interesting. The duel with Rasputin, and there's another scene uh, with Ray Fiennes uh, in an airplane, uh, and they're they're pretty good scenes. But it's almost like the director, Matthew Vaughn, like wanted to shoot those scenes and just didn't care about anything else with this story. And this is his third, you know, Kingsman. He should be very comfortable with this, with this text. And with, well, I know this is a prequel, so maybe the characters aren't the same, but kind of, you know, just dealing with this basic world. He should be, it should be much easier to him than this. This, this felt very clunky. And I will say, uh, Harris Dickinson, who I don't, really know his previous work. Uh, he's done, um, he's done Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. He played Prince Philip in that. Um, he's done a movie called The Souvenir Part 2. I don't, I don't know his previous work. I've not seen it. Uh, he's not in the, you know, the previous um, Kingsman movies either. Um, but I've never seen him in anything. He, he's, they even say in the movie how boring he is. It's wild when you have an actor giving a very flat performance and then a character calls him out for being boring. It's, it's like, no shit. We're, we're all very aware of how, how boring he is. It's bizarre. They try to integrate real history, like real events, whether it be Franz Ferdinand, Franz, Duke Franz Ferdinand's uh, assassination or uh, Woodrow Wilson having affairs. There's other just kind of strange, bizarre things they try to kind of shoehorn in here. It don't ever quite fit. Uh, Daniel Bruhl, I was excited to see that he was in this. He's in Inglorious Bastards. He's fantastic in that. And he's just, 
this thankless role in this movie. This movie was pushed back a number of times. It was supposed to come out in November 2019, so even before uh, COVID, and it just kept getting delayed. Most of the delays were COVID related, but I think that first one is just because the movie just wasn't working. Uh, this movie just doesn't doesn't work. It's not it's not a good movie, um, and they finally just dumped it out uh, in December of of last year and. I think this might be the end of the King's Man or King's Men movies. Uh, this one didn't do very well. Uh, the first one did fairly well. It made $400 million. So that was a huge hit. Uh, that was uh, with Colin Firth. Uh, the second one uh, had most of the same, you know, the, the leads at least. I know it's uh, Taron Edgerton. I think Julianne Moore was in that second one. Halle Berry. Uh, and that made $410 million. So you're thinking, all right, well, you know, here we, you can understand why they made this third one. Uh, but this one didn't even have that same, you know, cast punch as the other ones did. Uh, this one has made, you know, 75 million so far. And obviously a lot of that is because of COVID, you know, the American audiences just weren't coming out. And this is, I guess my, I'll leave you guys with this. This is rated R, but yet it doesn't really need to be rated R. I, I know the first two, uh, I believe had a lot more edge to them. This one. Yeah. They say, fuck. If you say fuck twice in a movie, it gets automatic R. So a lot of times they'll do that in some dramas. If you want to get that R, you just say, fuck, fuck, and you automatically get an R. You can get away with one fuck, and it's PG-13. There is like some violence in this, but even some of the violence is kind of cartoonish. And I wonder if this was PG-13, if you if they would have gotten a better box office. Now, I guess the recipe works having these rated R action movies. It worked for the first two Kingsmen, so I understand why they kind of kept that going. But with this, it's it this movie had no real reason rated R. And the plot, I felt watching like, this isn't for adults. This is really for younger children or maybe young adults. It was just a very bizarre, boring plot with very tired acting. Uh, I don't know. So Kingsman, it's a, it's a miss for me. Going to get a D. Back to the Future, obviously, is great. I'll be back on uh, Monday morning. You'll be hearing this. Uh, and I'll be uh, talking about uh, Venom Part 2, another sequel I haven't seen the first one of. At least that one's only 90 minutes, I believe. This, by the way, this Kingsman was two hours and 10 minutes. Two hours and 11 minutes, excuse me. And that is just, this movie could have been, you know, 92 minutes and it would have been just as compelling. And uh, I'll be seeing the 355, the, uh, the woman spy movie that I'm probably seeing way too early. So you'll be hearing back from me on Monday morning. Uh, and uh, then I'll also talk about the box office report as well as an updated expense report. But hopefully, I mean, hopefully I says movies. I thought I was seeing King Richard today and, and that didn't work out. So uh, I'll talk to you folks on Monday.